Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Thursday episode of the show, and we are brought to you by Bet Online. And look, there might be less football being played, but Bet Online has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season from scores, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. Bet Online is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And with a new year comes a newly updated website. So head on over, sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. And it's not just football. Bet Online has basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC. They even have those Vegas casino games. It is truly your number one option online wagering destination bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and bet online is where the game starts we're gonna be joined today on the show by a special guest we're doing a double dip on thursday here for our senior bowl coverage we're gonna be joined by somebody who knows kenny pickett really well tony rassiopi the quarterback coach of test football academy and kenny pickett's quarterback coach so Tony, we want to thank you for joining the illustrious Draft Dudes alumni, first and foremost. Thanks for carving some time out here in Mobile. How are things going, and what are your impressions of uh, what we've seen thus far this week from Kenny and the quarterback class in general? Well, you know, first of all, guys, I appreciate you guys having me, number one. Number two, absolutely love what you guys do and, and, and the show and everything you guys get going on here. So um, it's been great. You know, it's been great to uh, get down here. We came down actually a couple days early. Get used to the elements a little bit. So we flew down uh, Friday, got ahead of the snowstorm in Jersey, and uh, we got some great work in, got outside, got into the wind, got into the, uh, you know, just get used to the elements a little bit here a little bit and get, kind of get situated. And that way we weren't scrambling, catching a uh, 5 a.m. flight or something like that the day before. And he was able to get some rest. And so so it's been great. You know, it's you know great day one. Uh, day two is, you know, pushing through the elements, which is kind of good for him. And, and again, you know, being a Jersey kid playing in Pittsburgh, he's used to that. So it's not, I'm not surprised for that one bit, but, um, it's been exciting. So Tony, it's been awesome kind of talking before we got on here, just learning a little bit more about Kenny and his path to this point. And I had an initial question prepared for you, but I have to pivot based on some of the stuff you said there. He had a massive growth spurt, right? Like there was a point in time probably in middle school where there's no way we're talking about a Heisman Trophy finalist at a Power 5 ACC school. So just kind of talk us through a little bit of some of that backstory that got us to this point. Gotcha. Um, I mean, you know, my, my situation is pretty neat with his family. It's not the typical training kind of thing. Like, I, you know, so his mom, Casey, was actually my next door neighbor growing up. So that's, that's how long, literally the next door. So that's how long I've known his family and his, his you know, his grandfather. And, and, uh, so that's just kind of how long our history goes, you know, number one, number two. Yeah. He was, you know, he was mid five foots to, you know, five foot eight, five foot nine getting into high school. And, um, he was always just that really talented kid that could throw the ball really hard and really far, but just a little undersized and just kind of kept working and kept his head down. And I think, 
I think you're seeing the player he is now um, just because he's developed a certain skill set and, and internal traits that, um, you know, a lot of these kids that were, you know, the six foot two, five star kids from the time they're in sixth grade and everybody's kind of pat him on the back and hugged him and kissed him. And uh, he hasn't been that way. He's worked for every single thing he's gotten, whether it was, you know, in high school or, or uh, you know, chasing scholarships or then uh, getting to college and, and kind of having an up and down kind of career there early on. And, um, you know, he's kind of pushed through and he's he's. Learn how to deal with adversity. He's learned how to put, you know, believe in himself. He's learned how to work hard. You know, really self-talk with himself. Go, I need to get better. You know, a lot of these kids, I, I think, you know, um, I don't know if it's an ego thing. I don't know if they don't know how to do that. But he, he's a kid to learn early on, just, you know, to self-assess himself and just go, I need to work. And um, I think you're seeing, you know, all those traits and all those skills he kind of developed all these years kind of, you know, come to fruition here. So, Tony, I'm glad you mentioned kind of the dynamics of different players at the youth levels and at the high school level developing at different speeds and paces, right? Because a lot of times it's those two-star kids that develop a lot of good sure. habits because they're two-star kids sure. and want to keep playing the game. So uh, I'm kind of curious, you've obviously had a very long relationship with with Kenny and, and his family. When did you kind of get a sense that Kenny had an opportunity to become the kind of prospect for professional football that we have seen him develop into to this point you know it, I mean a nice thing for me is that you no know, I've probably worked with more FBS power five star quarterbacks than anybody in the country personally over the last I don't know, six seven years and um you know I don't run a company everybody comes to me it's not like I you know I use my company name but everybody trains with all these different guys throughout the company using my it's 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 me they come to fly New Jersey for me you know so it's so I have a pretty good point of view of what it's supposed to look like. And, um, you know, I, I, you know, even his sophomore year, I just, there's something different about him. You know, it's, it's the, um, he's kind of the cliche guy. I always say, you know, he's like the most confident guy in the world, but at the same time, it's not arrogance at all. Um, you know, the, he demands respect. Um, you know, you look in the eyes, there, there's a leadership quality to him. He's kind of like a magnet, you know, in that way. Like, uh, I don't, he, doesn't matter how many guys you can put in a room. It's almost almost like everybody kind of gravitates to him, if that makes sense. You know, and he's always kind of been that way. And um, I just – you could see him work, and that was the thing about him. Like, if he came home from Pittsburgh and he had nine days, I probably saw him seven, eight, nine times. You know, and that's – and, again, like, I live probably – you know, where I train is about 45 minutes to an hour from his house, so it's, I'm not down the street. I mean, he's got to, you know, get up and drive up, and sometimes it's snowing, and there was never an excuse. He just always wanted to work. And I remember – yeah, probably maybe about going to a sophomore year. I remember talking about Peyton Manning and, and just like examples of like, listen, all great quarterbacks have great routines and they're not the same. Just everybody has their own thing. And, um, you know, we need to get you a routine. And uh, I have a certain routine that I do drills wise with my guys and I've done it forever. And uh, I, you can use mine. You could do a combination of mine. You get your own thing. And um, it was like he never told me, but it was funny. I was talking to a scout. Um, probably during the season this year. And he goes, you know, it's funny. He goes, I went to see Pickett his junior or senior year. And before practice, he would go to the side field with this like graduate assistant and he would do all these drills by himself. And I'm like, he did it. So he did it every day. I mean, that's, that's kind of kid is, you know, before practice, everybody's kind of standing around with their helmets waiting for a horn to blow. And he would go over and work on fundamentals before anybody was even out there kind of thing. That's just, that's just who he is. So he's like the kid that everybody who's ever coached him from the time he's been seven years old. It's like, he's their favorite kid. You know, like, every, and it's, it's pretty neat to talk to everybody because it's, you know, this guy was his, his trainer and, you know, his freshman year. And this guy was, the, you know, the, his weight coach, this guy. And everybody's just so excited for him. What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. 
And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you peace of mind when you are online. And with all of the threats that you face today on the internet, it's more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN that you can get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure. Plus, you can use NordVPN on all of your computers and devices, no matter the operating system. With NordVPN's unlimited bandwidth, you never have to worry about a slow connection either, and plans start at under $4 per month. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the code believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. So, Tony, this is a loaded question, but when we talk about Kenny Pickett, it's all about this glow-up. It's this growth. It's a player that we saw an NFL skill set from across multiple seasons at Pitt, but kind of a mid-round guy. Now we watch him in 2021, a Heisman Trophy finalist, arguably the greatest season a quarterback's ever had in the history of the ACC, and a potential first-round draft pick. And so... What are the things that you point to to describe the glow up and why he improved so much from his previous seasons to 2021, where, as I like to say as much as I possibly can, this wasn't a result of a massive influx of talent. It wasn't a shift in coaching. It's the same offensive coordinator for three years in a row. Uh, Nobody really different in terms of supporting cast. What do you point to as the biggest reasons why he played so much better and has really changed every narrative about him as a prospect? Oh, I, you know, a couple of reasons, um, you know, number, like I've always said this about quarterbacks, like, and you can look at, we can talk about any quarterback that's ever played the position um, on any team. Right. So I always say it's the, the three P's, right? So first it's personnel around you. Second thing it's play caller. And the third thing is protection. Right. So the three P's kind of if you look at those three, if I get all three of those things, I, you know, as long as I do my job, I should be pretty successful. Right. If, if I have two of those three, that's when you see some inconsistencies. And then, you know, obviously one of the three or over three, you're in trouble. You know, you might show a flash here and there, but you're not going to be a very consistent, solid player at the position. Um, and I, I think, you know, around him, everybody got better. Number one, um, you know, number two, I, you know, I just. You know, we talked about this earlier, like, you know, they led the country in drops for two years, you know, so it's it was always kind of, a, you know, a third and nine, a, a red zone, a, you know, a play action shot play where you can only run it once a game, you know, and, um, you know, so, I, you know, I, you know, around them, they did a better job. Number one, number two, you know, I think that, you know, Mark Whipple's just a fantastic coach, his office coordinator at, at Pitt, who's um, I mean, that's his guy, you know, which which is awesome. It's awesome to see their relationship and and how much they believe in each other. And, and I think, you know, Mark did a great job of, of just, A, how he schemed people, and B, he prepared them for the NFL. And I think that, um, you know, doing this now for, I don't know, 10 years, and I've had 30-something guys I put in the NFL, you know, whether it was a free agent guy, a draft guy, or an undrafted guy, he's the most prepared guy I've ever had, you know. And um, and that's, you know, that's between ball, and that's, you know, that's schematics. It's, it's uh, 
it's all pro style stuff. You know, their, their protections are exactly what they call here. You know, their, their concepts are all thing that, so like you can watch this, it's apples to apples, you know, if that makes sense, you know, like you put on this film, it's, you're going to see the same stuff that, you know, you're going to see on Sundays over and over and over again. He's going through his progressions and he got comfortable. I think, you know, like he said, it's in a press conference, the game slowed down. And I think for a quarterback, when you get back there and everything kind of slows down and you could see it for what it is and get the ball to your hands quicker, then you just play better. And, um, you know, they were able to protect him better up front and they caught the ball this year, which is awesome. And, and the last thing was he stayed healthy. You know, like he didn't – the year before he got off to a really good start too. I mean, not like he did this year, but, you know, he was off to a pretty good start. They were at 4-1 and one wherever they were, and, and that's when the ankle happened at Boston College. You know, so if he doesn't get hurt at Boston College, who knows? You know, they might be a 10-2 a and two team, a 9-3 and three team, you know, one of those deals. You know, so he stayed healthy. So you mentioned being pro-ready. And one of the things that we consistently see with young quarterbacks who are able to make that transition to the pros and and are able to play well early on in their pro careers is that ability to win outside of structure. And I Mm -hmm. think that's something that we've really saw this year from Kenny. And I always go back to the Tennessee game, right? And his ability to get outside the pocket and extend plays, you know, how much of that variable for Kenny has always kind of been there? Yes. And how have you seen that component of him, that comfort in the chaos, uh, be something that he's been able to hang his hat on as a player? And, and why has it been able to shine so much this year for him? I mean, great point. Because, you know, I, he's always kind of been that kind of player, if that makes sense. You know, so he was went to a public high school, Ocean Township High School. They weren't great up front. You know, so you know if you watch his film, it's either throwing the ball on time, quickly getting the ball, or, or he's making those kind of plays. You know, so he's always been a really good athlete. He was a three-sport kid in high school. He was, he was you know, your football, basketball, baseball guy, typical for a quarterback. Um, so it was always kind of just natural for him. I, I, think, I think the jump he made really was, was staying in the pocket a little bit longer and going through his progressions. And if things weren't there, then make those plays. And I think, you know, and you see this a lot of times with young quarterbacks, they do two things, right? Number one, they stare at number one in progression too long, where they, you know, they two hitch to him, they three hitch to him, and just they pray he gets open. And if he doesn't <laughs> get open, then they scramble, right? Or or they get back, and if one's cover away, they're out. They, yeah, yeah, they're gone. And they don't give two, three, four, and five a chance. And, um, and I think that was where you saw the jump in his game is, you know, he's always made some plays outside the pocket, but I think you saw the ability to stay in the pocket and navigate the pocket and slide and keep his base and make those kind of throws. I mean, a lot of his, a lot of his touchdown throws for this year were third and shorts and fourth and shorts. I mean, you know, some fourth and twos and he's throwing deep posts for touchdowns, you know, kind of scheming guys up, seeing cover four, seeing cover zero and seeing a blitz and kind of slide and just waste some time and dropping a, you know, 45 yard post to Jordan Addison for a touchdown. I mean, that's, you know, you know, maybe sophomore year he's scrambling on those plays. You know, which this year he he just felt how to you know learned how to buy time, which is you know that's that plays at the next level. That's that's you got to buy some time back there. You know, because there's some dudes chasing you. So um, that's why I think that's where you saw the big jump. He's always been really good outside the pocket, um, off structure, but the ability to stay in, play in the pocket a little bit longer, and then if things break down, then play that that game. So Tony, you know Kenny Pickett as good as anyone in the world. You're aware of the things that people are saying about Kenny Pickett. What aren't we talking enough about? What are we not highlighting enough about Kenny Pickett as an NFL prospect? Oh, I, you know, you know, to me, he's a CEO, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's the physical side, right? It's, it's the ability to, you know, make every throw on the field. You know, it's, it's, it's funny. Like, you know, people are like, ah, you know, he's got an okay arm. Like, he's got an okay arm. 
I'll put you at 20 yards. I'll let him throw you a ball. You tell me if it's an okay arm or not. You know, like, which, you know, I think that's kind of a joke. I mean, you see on his film, he's, he's throwing comebacks over and over and over again on his film, you know, and, and field comebacks, you know, far, far hash to field throws, you know, 14 to 16 yards and putting the ball in guys' shoulder pads. And, um, you know, so I, you know, I think his arm's better than people think. I think he's a better athlete than people think, you know. Um, I mean, we kind of joke about this all the time, like, you know, going into this process, I think, you know, I think people think he's like this 6'1", 205 pound kid that's going to run 4'9". Like he's, you know, he's over 6'3", he's 220-ish. He'll be in the 220s by the combine. And um, he's going to run really well. Like he'll be top three or four guys in the testing stuff when he does it. Um, I mean, that's how athletic he is, you know. Um, so, I, you know, I, I think that, you know, if you look at the player and you look at the person, I mean, and just he's just the most all-around kid you could possibly have going into this what I'm about to say might shock you but the greatest quarterback of all time is not just a goat on the field he's a goat when it comes to investing too he invests in stocks crypto and even art now you can invest like the goat with masterworks masterworks is the investing platform that lets you buy shares representing an investment in art from icons like Picasso Monet and Warhol and even great an art piece outpaced by the S&P 500 by 164% from 1992 and 2021. In fact, early investors already received their 30% IRR 2020 and 2021 from the sale of two paintings. This is your opportunity to join 300,000 other members and invest like the GOAT. Get priority access with their game day promo. And guess what? Go to masterworks.art slash believe. That's masterworks.art slash believe. And see important disclosures at masterworks.com slash disclaimer. So, Tony, you had mentioned you guys came down a little bit early. Now, mm -hmm. I'm outside of Philadelphia, so I know that Nor'easter sure. all too well, right? Uh, but, you know, you said getting down here was important for preparation for him. And I was kind of curious... What else you guys did in the build up, you know, when you knew Kenny was coming down to the senior bowl, it's okay. These are the things that we kind of want to focus on to right. make sure when we get into this setting, we're showcasing ourselves as best as we possibly can. Well, yeah, I mean, the nice thing when you have a guy for as long as I've had him, you know, like, you know, going on probably six years straight training wise, you know, so I mean, he knows me so well, he knows what I'm looking for, and I know him so well, I know how he learns. And I know, you know, if he's going to miss, if he does miss ever, I know what it is. And, um, you know, the nice thing about when they come off the season, I, you know, he's such a hard worker. It's like kids like that, you got to be like, hey, you got to take time off. Like, this is a long process. So I think, you know, for him not to throw a football for two, three weeks was like, it was a struggle. You know, just, just getting himself rested and relaxed and, and um, just getting ready for this grind that this whole thing is. And uh, so when we started back up, it was just getting back to being a balanced rotational passer, you know, and just working on certain things in sequence and just working footwork again and, um, you know, get back under center a little more than they did this year. They were, you know, mostly gun for the most part, you know, so getting back under and taking some threes and fives and sevens and some deep play actions. And, um, you know, so we're just, you know, getting back to the fundamentals, the footwork and just throwing routes as usual. Um, so we we would throw four days a week. So two days a week were, were fundamentals, footwork, routes. And the other two days are just fundamentals, footwork, and some pocket movement. Um, and then once we kind of figured out the Jets were going to be his team, you know, obviously that Shanahan tree, you know, we just kind of looked at the concepts that, you know, everybody else runs in that, tr in that family, you know, whether it's, you know, the Niners or whatever. I mean, it's all 
pretty much the same stuff. And they pretty much all call it the same stuff, you know? So, I mean, the nice thing about social media is you can just kind of type in stuff and you have people's playbooks, you know, for the most part. So, we, you know, we got a, a good base stats. So we'd throw those routes, you know, just so he was comfortable with them. And, um, you know, just he's so good in the classroom and he's so good. I'm sure, you know, I've, I've heard nothing but great things about him in the interview process down there, which I'm not surprised at all because he's just so well-spoken and confident. Um, and like I said, he just has that, he's that, that Joe cool kind of guy, you know, he's, he's a guy you just want to be around, you know? So I knew that would be a home run and, and he ran a pro style system in college, you know? So it's not, you know, early 95 on one ready break, you know, and, and uh, you know, a hand clap as a cadence, you know, he's, He's in the huddle and he's calling plays and he's getting up everybody and he's mic pointing and changing mic points and depending on, you know, the shell and and going through progressions, you know, and sometimes it's, you know, too high, I'm going here. If it's one high, I'm going here. If it's man, I'm going here. And it's so he's so prepared, you know, like he could put 15 plays up that would blow your mind talking to him for for an hour about one play, you know, because it's so detailed because he ran it so much. You know, it's OK, against VTech, it was. You know, it was this, you know, against Carolina, it was this. It was the same play, but, you know, the shell was a little bit different. So my eyes started here, and I had to, I had to hold this guy for a second. And just, I mean, you know, there's 50 starts there, you know. So it's, that says a lot. You know, people, you know, I think they don't understand how much that is at that level of football and the expectations of, of that kind of player at that level. So, Tony, I get the sense that Kenny Pickett's probably never going to be satisfied, right? He's a guy that's a grinder. He's a worker. He yes. loves ball. So as you think about the coming months, you've got a few more days here in Mobile. you got pro days. you got the combine, all the draft prep. What are some of the big points of emphasis the rest of the way as uh, there's a lot of anticipation between now and when he finds out what team he's going to play for? You know, just just sticking to the course and just, you know, so like the nice thing about when you do all the things that he's doing is, is that you can sit back and go, okay, listen, here's – Here's, you know, here's the senior bowl week, right? And then you just work backwards, you know? So, all right, so senior bowl week, we're going to throw three practices, right? A walkthrough in a game. So let's, let's work our way back. These are the days we want to take off. You know, and you kind of fit in. It, it's, it's the balance of working hard, but also being fresh, you know? And, and um, as we both know, this is, this is the longest season for guys because they went, you know, their college season into this, you know, they go through this whole grind and dance and then, you know, they're in mini camps and OTAs and that kind of stuff. And then they take a little break and then they're in training camp and then they're, you know, a couple games and then 17 games, hopefully 21 or whatever it is now. Right. And then in your off season. So it's, you know, it's the, like the longest year ever for a rookie. So what we don't want them is to run into a wall at some point in this thing. We want to be, have them totally prepared and better prepared than anybody in this draft, which we're going to have that, you know, number one and number two, have them fresh enough to, you know, run the gauntlet here. So I, th I thought it was interesting. You mentioned and coming back to load management, you know, working with him four days a week and you're only throwing on half of those days, if I understood that correctly. So you just mentioned the gauntlet that this is and that continued tightrope. From your experiences, like where does that optimal period come for them to kind of rest the arm, you know, because and especially the all-star circuit affords you so many benefits, but it is an extra. Right thing on your plate right, is sure. a part of this process. So sure. oh, just Kenny or any quarterback that's going to go through this parallel of him, what are the, what's the risk of overworking here and when can they find those optimal windows so people can kind of understand what this calendar should look like for a quarterback to make sure that they don't hit that rookie right, wall late in the right, season. Right. So, you know, like, so a, it's being smart about the volume of throws they are making in a day, you know? So a lot of times it's not going out there and throwing for two and a half hours. It's being, you know, it's being efficient in an hour and 15 minutes. 
you know, it's, it's just kind of checking boxes. Okay. Like, you know, always fundamentals every single day, right. You know, I, I'm, I'm a coach. I'm, you know, I'm not one of those trainer guys that I go to a field every day and put some rap music on and we have, like, you know, I'm a coach and I take pride in being a coach and getting guys better. And, you know, I think, you know, when you get out there, it's okay. This is the stuff we want to work on today. And once you finish that and you get that stuff done, you're done. And I think, you know, the funny thing about this is he's, he's always worked so hard. He's probably overtrained his entire life. And now it's, you know, we're, I'm holding him back more than pushing him. And he gets it. Like, he's, he's very good that way, and he's very in tune with his body. And, you know, he's, and he's played so much. He knows where he needs to be. And I think, you know, he's, a, he's ahead of the game from a mental standpoint and a maturity standpoint. You know, I think if you spend some time with him, you feel like you're talking like a 32-year-old, you know, six-year vet, seven-year vet. Like, that's the kind of kid he is. You know, he's so, he's so mature for his age. And, um, you know, so I think he knows where he needs to be. And if he's not there, he pushes. And when he gets there, you know, it's, it's about staying there and, and just, you know, being the most prepared guy for, at this point for the Senior Bowl. You know, and then, you know, we go back take a little time off, not much, but enough time off that, you know, he's nice and rested. We'll probably start midweek to later in the week, next week. Okay. And then kind of getting him ready for the combine, you know? And then, you know, you're kind of building towards that. And then once you get there, it's, it's peaking for that. And then taking a step back, a little time off, and then build for whenever his pro day is. We don't know his date yet, but, you know, it's probably mid to late March is what we're thinking. So it's just, it's again, it's kind of building towards – like, that's the game, if that makes sense. You know, you're almost getting ready for the game, which is, you know, Senior Bowl week is the game. So it's 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 building for that. Tony, we cannot thank you enough for your time. Really enjoyed some insights. Is there any uh, anything about your work that you want to leave our listeners with and, you know, learn more about you and learn more about the, the test football academy? Uh, the floor is yours as we close down here to make sure that Everybody who's listening to Draft Nudes knows exactly what they need to know. Well, I appreciate you guys having me on, number one. It's, you know, it's, this stuff's fun, right? It doesn't feel like work. It's, uh, you know, it's talking ball and talking quarterbacks and, uh, you know, talking about great players like we just did. So it's, uh, it was obviously special to me. So, you know, so I'm at, at Test Football Academy. Um, I'm Tony Rad 3 That's kind of my, my tags on, um, you know, Instagram and Twitter. And, and uh, so I teach phys ed during the day and then I pop over up to school and I have, you know, I've had, some of the best Jersey kids, Northeast kids in the country for the last 10 years. Um, I coached the Hunt School in Princeton, which is a uh, prep school. I've been there for six years now. I've had 71 Division One kids in my six years. And I've had three quarterbacks in a row go Division One. I. I'm my junior right now, Mark Linez, is going to Iowa. He's committed. Um, and, you know, I've had all the Jersey, pretty much the FBS Power 5 starters over the years, plus, uh, you know, a ton of guys flying usually on their off breaks and get some work. And so it's, it's a lot of fun because – you know, all these guys are at different points in their career, and it's almost like, you know, you're, you're getting them ready to be great where they're at, but also preparing for that next step. And um, it's kind of neat in the process. And, and um, you know, so for instance, I have like eight NFL guys come back to work with me this offseason. So, but, and all those eight guys have talked to Kenny at some point about their process, you know, about their senior, you know, Davis Webb, who's been a long-time guy of mine. Um, you know, he won, super, he won the uh, MVP down here. You know, so he's been through the process. So it's it's kind of great because they can kind of give back to each other. And it's kind of built like a family kind of environment. So it's 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 the best. It's not a not a job. So uh, appreciate you guys again having me on, and and uh, would love to do it again whenever you want. Thank you so much, Tony. Best of luck to you, and best of luck to Kenny the rest of the way. Appreciate it. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us here today on the Draft Dudes Podcast. A big shout-out to Tony for giving us so much great information, and we certainly look forward to our next conversation that we get to have with Tony as uh, he dropped some incredible insight here on today's podcast. And 
I could tell he's got a lot more to say about quarterbacks in general. So I can assure you we'll bug him again to be back on the podcast. Would love it if you took a second to rate, review, share, and subscribe to the podcast. We hope you have an awesome day, and we look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.